Welcome to the cage, you animals, for your tightest coverage of UFC and all things mixed martial arts for fans new and old. This is Better Fight Cast. <laughs> Leading today's schooling will be our resident MMA historian, Joe Neubauer at Jono's MMA. Did any questions get answered this weekend? He's been living and breathing mixed martial arts since he was a kid, scouring video store shelves for pride VHS tapes. To help me bridge the gap between fans new and old, Gabrielle Tambowen at Gabby underscore T. Hey guys. Is somewhere between a historian and a rookie like myself. I am at Crocomo Jr. at Matthew J. Better. A credentialed writer, certified personal trainer, and student of comedy. Exploring how to maximize the human experience. We do that today by bearing witness to this bestest, purest sport you can follow. Well, Joe, what shall we know? I think we already know. I think for once I speak to everybody at once. Something went down on Saturday, August the 26th, and I think everybody knows what happened. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, was it like a, there was like some college exhibition football games or something, right? Or Oh, I know, I know, I know. It was the big three, the new uh, basketball league. It was like the three-on-three, the like Ice Cube. And, uh, they wish. Aren't they going to play at T-Mobile or Reno? I think they got moved for some reason. I think Taylor Swift's video came out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A pox upon the cultural landscape. A pox. <laughs> oh, you gave the cultural landscape high. Well, what did Taylor you guys Swift. do? I think we did what Saturday, everybody did. Saturday. Oh, you guys watched Travis Brown and Ronda Rousey get married? Saturday. They got married that day? On August till 26th. Yes, they did. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. No, stop being silly. Everybody in the world watched the Mayweather. Did they really get married that day? Yes, they did. (laughs) Sorry, I stepped on your line. So what happened that day, by the way? I don't even know. (laughs) We're not meant to know. Oops. No. Mayweather and McGregor finally happened. I wouldn't say finally because the promotion was quick. Yeah. It was a quick, it just well, seemed Well, there was forever. still a lot of lead-up, well, because there was a lot more talk about it before it was announced than from the time it was announced to But happen. when it was announced to when it happened, it was a it quick did, process. It did happen Boom. pretty fast, I would say, compared Thank to God. the, I think, Mayweather-Pacquiao got dragged out for, like, years. You know, for multiple different reasons, but mm. still, that was just, it was you know... This thing was signed, sealed, and most importantly, at the end of the day, the one takeaway I take from it, it delivered. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. Of course. I feel like the whole world watched. I have never, ever seen a fight of this magnitude. Not even Maypack. Sorry. It just wasn't. This thing felt different. The next day, you know, leading in, you know, Saturday day of the day, but Sunday morning, evening, till Tuesday, as we're shooting this podcast right now, I still am hearing everybody talk about the fight that happened on Saturday night. Everybody. People I never in my wildest dreams ever thought I would have any type of fighting discussion with. I'm talking to them about what yeah, happened funny, Saturday. The whole world. Little toddlers are coming up to you. I think Connor's going to kick Floyd's Yeah. <laughs> Anything and everywhere, it took over the whole world that night, in my opinion. And I just want to ask real quick, is this the first time i got to say all three of us together watched the fight and we all can comment on it what was your thoughts what do you think well this is definitely the first time we've all watched a boxing fight together yeah oh yeah 
Um, I mean, I it was exciting. I mean, I don't really watch boxing. I did watch, you know, the boxing matches in the rest of the card, and I was just not interested. Yeah, boxing just can be pretty boring. Not, you know, just was not exciting to me. But that fight, it was it was exciting. I felt like they both brought it. Um, you know, I felt like Connor did pretty well for, you know, this being his first ever boxing match. You know, I mean, he's going up against the best. So I think it's, you know, kind of a win-win for Mayweather and So you and think McGregor. it's a win-win for boxing and MMA? Oh, yeah. For Floyd Mayweather? Oh, yeah, because I think... And Conor McGregor. Yeah, because I think the fact that Conor was able to get in there and stay hang in there... Hang for 10 rounds yeah, with hang, the greatest hang in ever. There. Oh, yeah, hang in there for that long, you know, and you do a little bit of damage. I mean, he was throwing some good punches as well. Um, and it's also a win for May- Mayweather because he, you know, he's... He's the best, and he proved that he's you know still is, and that even though he has been late you know on retired retired for what two years now, he still you know he still got it. He's not as good they said, but he still got so it. So no sport was damaged from this, no. right? That's pretty much what you're he, saying. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I don't think boxing was damaged from it. Now, okay. And Matt, what was your thoughts on the fight? Well, uh, real quick, as far as which sport is damaged, if I mean, if anything, you might you you could still maybe make the argument that. Floyd Mayweather should not have broken this record by fighting someone who's never fought a boxing match. I mean, okay, we, we I was going to bring that up later, but we okay. haven't stated that fact in a while, and that yeah. is something that perhaps uh, that you know perhaps that is kind of dishonoring this, this record that's been around forever, and he retired on this record because he didn't want to disgrace it, and this mm-hmm. could. So you don't believe you feel like but, it was an exhibition but, fight? Like but, he doesn't believe the fifty zero and breaking Marcian well, Rocky Marciano? I mean, record. the whole the whole it 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 matters in regards to how legitimate you consider boxing in the first place, though, because yeah. if boxing is already kind of beaten, the fights are you know the best fights aren't already aren't being made, and it's already kind of a delegitimized sport. Then I'm perfectly okay with it. Well, the fights right now this year in boxing, I'll tell you what, I got to give boxing right. credit for one thing. They have made one heck of a comeback They're trying. this year. They're yes. trying. They are. They're doing the right things for the most part. Um, I still think it's funky promotions and way too many titles and way too many organizations. I don't. I tried following it all week long and I just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I tried the Deontay. What was it? The the that Indongo versus Crawford fight. Mm-hmm. I watched that the previous weekend. And I liked the two pieces of the body that Crawford gave Ndongo to win the fight. But I didn't understand how he won like six titles in one fight. Like, where were all these titles coming from? He was just being showered with title after title after title after title. Because he had half and the other guy had the same amount as him. And they combined them all into one. And Terrence Crawford is being looked at as like one of the top three pound for pound boxers in the game right now. So I I just, there's a lot I just don't understand about boxing yet. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did learn from this event, uh, my Kool-Aid is MMA. Really? I learned that. Because one thing, oh, yeah. I respect boxing. I've always so said I better. have. You and don't need to know any of the people to be interested in a fight. No. Most MMA fights are pretty entertaining. Just It, just, it doesn't matter. You, yeah. you don't need to know who the kid is. I mean, I like is. some of the undercard, in my personal opinion. I like some of the undercard. But I don't like seeing a boxing match, and then a boxing match, and then boxing a boxing match. Boxing is boring. The Floyd... And Connor fight seemed 
Very not boring. But it's I did get my $100 worth off of that main event. That was a different type of fight. I don't feel and like that was a boxing match. It's crazy that it seemed like Connor won the first three, four rounds. It's My initial reaction was that Floyd was in legitimate trouble, and it looked like the biggest legitimate trouble he'd been in. But that's just on the sense of him being undefeated. I've never really watched much Floyd. I've, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever really... I've seen some clips here and there. Like I, I, don't, I don't know boxing like that, so I can't really say. And now it's, it seems like you know a lot of people are even saying that Floyd might have been sort of like hanging back a bit uh, you know or or and or you know hanging back to make it more of a show mm-hmm. or hanging back just to read connor and let him wear himself out uh i, I was in the heat of the moment i i was upset with the ref who seemed to keep getting in the way but it seems like the ref was actually doing a pretty good job and he was stopping connor from hammer punching because you're not supposed to do that in boxing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's against yeah. the rules and i and i guess i think you told me it seemed like he probably let him get away with a lot more than he should have even it seemed <sighs> like it seemed like he might have stopped it prematurely but then maybe he really was just looking out for his help because he knew i mean I, he didn't he didn't stop it because he was worried connor would get lucky and knock out floyd he stopped it because he was mm-hmm. worried floyd would just knock out connor here's here's my thing i 100 percent believe floyd does deserve that 15-0 record Mm. And here's why. If Randy Couture was allowed to have a win on his record when he fought James Tony years ago in Boston, then Floyd Mayweather should be able to keep that record at 15-0 from getting into a fist fight is what I thought of the fight with Conor McGregor. Yeah. Conor McGregor brought a different element than any other boxer did fighting Floyd Mayweather ever. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, just like Randy, Nicole, Randy the Natural Couture was the perfect guy for James Tony to fight on our side when he came over to MMA... Floyd Mayweather was the absolute perfect guy to display what a boxer is all about on their side. And he proved that against the number one pound-for-pound best, Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. mixed martial artist of the world. Mm-hmm. Who's and, got 20 pounds and half an inch of reach on him, right? Yes, and I personally, from top which to is, bottom... Um, which is miles in, yeah. in, in sports. Uh, half an my inch thoughts of reach the fight, is miles. My thoughts of the fight was, it was the most entertaining boxing match I have ever seen in my life. It was a yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I saw, I saw the first Tyson Hollyfield live, yes. by the way, and this was more entertaining. Let me tell you I what. Remember. In the beginning, I really do think Floyd laid back. There's I a lot really of hugging do. in boxing. Yeah, I, I there agree is. with that. I mean, maybe we should all learn from well, boxing. Well, here's something I'm going to say about But I think boxing hugging. should still have less hugging. Here's something I'm going to say about the hugging. One thing I did notice in the Conor versus Floyd Mayweather match, every time they grappled or hu- we call it grappling in MMA. They call mm. it hugging in boxing. Mm. But every time Conor would wrap up with Floyd... Man, you could just tell if that was an MMA fight, Floyd was done. Yeah. Connor would have ragdolled him around and showed him some things that Floyd never has been, you know, has experienced before. Yeah. But as far as my thoughts on the fight, I thought it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on wheat bread. The beginning, the first three rounds, okay, because this thing was only 10 rounds. The first three rounds, Floyd Mayweather didn't really do much. He mm-hmm. just kind of played defense and let Connor swing at him. Mm-hmm. He really did. He got hit with a few shots. I think he was even surprised by how he got caught with a few shots in the first three rounds, but I do think it was a ploy. I, I really so do. Too. And, of course, at the end we saw where Mayweather really took over. It was around the seventh or eighth round. He really just took over to fight. Mm-hmm. And I got the numbers. I'm going to prove that in just a minute. But the peanut butter and jelly in the middle, that good stuff, that great combination, I'll tell you what, rounds four, five, and six were some of the most entertaining boxing matches uh, boxing rounds I have ever seen. Yeah. Because Conor McGregor 
turned that thing into a fist fight. Floyd Mayweather was more aggressive than I have ever seen him in his life. Mm -hmm. And that thing literally turned into a, like, back of the school, meet me by the flagpole, fist fight in rounds four, five, and six. And it was very entertaining to watch. And that, that fight for 10 rounds was an emotional roller coaster. You were invested in every punch, every every sound you heard, every time they hugged you were invested into. You were just so invested from beginning to end. It was just an amazing journey. And Floyd Mayweather, I do think, at the end of the day, took Conor McGregor on a school of boxing. He brought him into the classroom and taught him a lesson. Mm -hmm. Did Conor look good? Yes. Did Conor prove he can hang with boxing? Did he prove that MMA guys can get in there and hang? With the best boxers in the world, yes. But at the end of the day, he did get superiorly outclassed because he was TKO'd in the 10th round. Yeah. I mean, maybe they should just have, like, a new... I mean, I don't know. A five, five, I guess they can't do, like, five-round boxing matches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Well, they usually start with six. Dana White said it right afterwards. The impressive thing about Conor was usually... They start the boxing contest, like when you're coming up in the ranks, you start with like eight round fights, then oh, it goes okay. to ten. I think it actually starts with six. It goes mm -hmm. like six to eight to ten to twelve. Twelve rounds is for the big boys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to break this down because I'm a big component and the numbers don't lie. Um, oh, well, you know what? Actually, before I get to the numbers, does anybody else believe the fight was stopped early? Do you think it was stopped you early? Could, I, I think did you think could it was go, stopped early. I don't know if I still think that, though. I think you could go kind of either way. I think, you know, from me, for me, from watching, like, MMA, just from my standpoint, like, I think if that was an MMA fight, it would have been stopped. I know some people say, like, hey, boxing, you're supposed to be, like, knocked down, like, to the ground, where MMA, you're just... No, I don't know, that's just, not true all the time. Okay, well, I'm you're just You're supposed saying, to get I'm a standing saying, out eight count, though. Okay, you well, are supposed to get that. Well, that's what I'm saying. When he stepped in, he was supposed to... I always thought you were supposed to give Conor McGregor like a standing eight count. Yeah. But well, that's what I mean. Go ahead. Finish well, your well, point. that's what I mean. I mm -hmm. feel like I don't I don't know the rules of boxing, but just from my standpoint from MMA, you know, where I know that if he's not defending himself, like, it's over. Like, he's, yeah. he's, not, he's not, you know, engaging in the fight anymore. He's just getting beat up. At that point, you know, you got to think about brain damage and all that. I know he's in the sport, and that's the risk, and they're willing to take it. But at that point, I think probably... It could be stopped. I, you know, I don't think I don't necessarily think it was stopped too early. You could argue and say like maybe you could have got back back up, but I think what Joe's about to say also about the numbers and everything. I think you're going to see why it wouldn't it wouldn't have gone much further than that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to take one more look at it before I make my final say because I actually haven't seen it since I changed my mind and decided I agree with the ref's move. But I'm pretty sure it was stopped good, and I'm glad he didn't let. Mm -hmm. Connor get concussed. Well, I originally said as or soon as the fight so, was over, and you guys were actually right next to me, you were pretty much sitting on my lap, and I'm talking to you. Yeah, now. where were you, Gabby? <laughs> <laughs> I, was on, I don't know where I was. No, I was yeah, of course, Gabby was pretty much sitting on my lap, and Matt, you were right behind us in the chair to? we were sitting on. And we all had a brief discussion, and I gave my opinion. It was stopped in the 10th, and I said it was over in the 9th. That was my mm -hmm. overall reaction as soon as the fight was over. Mm -hmm. It did not surprise me. But I do not think it was stopped early. I think the no. referee came in at the perfect time. And I've been fight battling this with a lot of people that just don't understand the sport. There was a lot of new people to this sport. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of people were saying, no, he should have been knocked out cold, laying unconscious on the ground, 
all that other stuff. And as if you listen to this Better Fight Cast, you listen to Week and Week, we're always talking about how serious concussions are. Mm -hmm. How serious the brain damage is. Did Conor McGregor really have anything left to prove that he had to go out on the shield and get knocked out? This wasn't his last fight. No. This wasn't... Even for a title, there was some fake title, the money title created right before it, which looked ridiculous. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they had sort of worked it out like, like don't 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 let me hit the mat, <laughs> like mm-hmm. don't let me hit the mat, yeah, don't let me hit the heavy mat. I mean, we want to see him again, guys. Yeah. Come on, we don't. We don't I was want mad him at to... first because I was like that, you know, because he's he's MMA and that's our sport, and I wanted to see MMA win, and I felt like you know I saw I was seeing it through you know Irish rose colored lenses, lenses, mm-hmm. like you know, but um, he couldn't even lift his arms above his waist. God, dude, he was beat. His gas tank he ran was out, beat. and a lot of people were really questioning Connor's cardio. Yeah, but I don't really. But I don't question... think you should. No, I don't. Because here's the, it's it's a different situation. But let's get to the numbers because the numbers don't lie. This is what happened in this fight. Now, it is coming out. The biggest thing is that through 10 rounds of fighting, Conor McGregor landed more punches than a lot of the predecessors before him. A lot of the people that has fought Floyd Mayweather, he landed 111 punches in that fight in 10 rounds. Wow. To put that in perspective, I mean, first of all, what is that guy? Max Kellerman. He wasn't even supposed to get one. Like I said, the boxing pundit said Conor McGregor wouldn't even get one punch. I do think Floyd gave him a lot. Yeah. I do. And I'll, I'll break it down into numbers. But just to put in perspective, how much 1100, I mean 111 hits means? <laughs> Pacquiao, in 12 rounds, only hit Mayweather 81 times. Wow. Canelo, in 12 rounds, hit him 117 times. So just to put in perspective, in 10 rounds, Conor McGregor hit him 111 times. Like I said, he brought a fist fight mm-hmm. to the boxing ring that night. Mm-hmm. In that ring, he brought a fist fight, especially in the 4th, 5th, and 6th round. And I wonder, did did the hammer punches count, or did they not count because they're illegal? <laughs> so do you even get to add those to yes, the list? Yes, they did count. Oh, okay. They were, as long as they wasn't stopped and deemed an illegal hit, they count. Okay. So, but when I looked over the numbers, if you really... People are going to look back on this and see what Floyd Mayweather did. This was a professor in the boxing game, mm-hmm. really, with a student in there. Because Floyd Mayweather, in the first three rounds, only threw 12 punches. <laughs> That's it. When I tell people he took those rounds off, just like Oscar De La Hoya just said, he really did, guys. He only mm-hmm. threw 12 punches total in the first three rounds. He did throw nine power punches in the first three rounds. That means he was really picking his shots. His accuracy was unbelievable. But he was getting Connor's timing down. He was letting Connor wear himself out. Because once we got to the fourth, fifth, and sixth round, I mean, to go from the first three rounds with nine, I mean, 12 punches total, when the fourth round came along, Floyd Mayweather hit Connor McGregor 16 times. Hmm. Over doubled what he threw the whole Man. first three rounds. He is an assassin. He threw just as many punches with Conor McGregor. They both hit each other 16 times in the fourth round. Huh. Huh. I like that. Yeah, I mean, and the fourth round was probably the most entertaining round by far. Because that's when Conor snuck in that uppercut that was inches away from taking Floyd's night away. And he could have got him there. And and that was, you know, like I said, the fourth, fifth, and sixth round, the peanut butter and jelly, it was so good, so entertaining. And then, of course, 
you know, from then on, Floyd Mayweather throws 12 punches in the t- uh, fifth, uh, 27 in the sixth, and Connor's numbers just continually go down. And I realized when Connor got the slowest, when he looked fatigued, was in the eighth round. That's because after the eighth round, he was after 24 minutes of fighting Floyd Mayweather in a boxing contest. Mm. Everybody has to remember Conor McGregor. Anybody that says Conor McGregor doesn't have the conditioning, he does in his sport, yeah. mixed martial arts. Because the most you fight, last time I checked, is 25 minutes in a championship fight inside mm-hmm. the octagon. Mm-hmm. He is conditioned to go that far because it was a competitive fight all the way up to the eighth round. Now, when the ninth round came around, that was the round I said was it was just over. Yeah. That's when Connor started looking fatigued. Look, the difference between MMA cardio and boxing cardio is is so big. Well, I think it was on the Co-Main Event podcast today they were talking about that, how the five-round versus the three-round thing is so different because when, when you're both monsters, mm-hmm. you both have to take that that rest within that mm-hmm. five minutes sometimes. Like you'll you'll get the I think they were saying ebb and flow and you'll get more of that, you know, that downtime with both players, but in a three minute ring with a master, you're you're not, you know, the newbie, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna need it, but the other guy doesn't. Yeah. And that's why cardio is so important in boxing. And when you get to that championship level, a twelve round fight in boxing, mm-hmm. It takes a lifetime to get there. It, it takes mm. a championship level. It takes years and years and years, like Floyd Mayweather since he was four years old, and he was 41 in this boxing match. There's a big difference. Connor's built for MMA. That's what he's done all of his life. Mm. Coming over to the boxing world, I don't think his gas tank is a problem at all because he's a mixed martial artist. Yeah. Let's get him back over there. Now, once the ninth round came around, and that was the round I thought it was over. I was like, look, guys, this is done. That's because Floyd Mayweather hit Conor McGregor 42 times. You know how many times Conor hit him? 10. <laughs> Literally outstruck by, f- like, four times outstruck. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That fight was over. And then, of course, in the 10th round where it ultimately finished, Mayweather hit Conor McGregor with 20 shots. Conor McGregor only hit him with four. Ooh. Way over. Yeah. I mean, compared to the first couple rounds and then to there... Just such a difference. Such a difference. For anybody that says McGregor wasn't done, no, he was done. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. Look, the 10th round wasn't even over yet. Yeah, he was cooked. There were still seconds on that clock. There was still more time. Mayweather wasn't even done hitting them. Mm-hmm. The referee stepped in, I thought, intelligently. And if you're a true mixed martial arts fan, you should be very happy that yes. stoppage. Because of that stoppage, we might see Conor McGregor back in an octagon before year's end. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'm praying. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm praying. And while we're thinking of that, even though Conor McGregor lost, I thought it was a win for MMA. I thought it was a win for boxing. In MMA, we got to show, hey, we can't hang. With a professional boxer in their environment. Mm-hmm. Boxing, they did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, for a guy that hasn't finished anybody in such a long time. Other yeah. than a cheap shot to Victor yeah. Ortiz that he wasn't even looking. He has not finished anybody. He came out and kind of gave boxing fans what they needed. Yeah. You know? He really did have the whole sport on his shoulders. Because the damage. Seriously. Conor McGregor winning was a potential... Industry killing disaster. Yeah. If he would have knocked out Floyd Mayweather. Seriously. But he didn't. He put a lot of eyeballs on the sport of boxing. I think Triple G versus Canelo benefits. 
Yeah. I think any Anthony Joshua match they're trying to make in the future is going to benefit. Do they have ads for any of these fights? Not on there, no, because no. uh, Triple G, Canelo, that's that's wow. De La Hoya promotions. Mm. This is Showtime. There's so many different promoters in boxing, it's confusing. You have to co-promote so much. And, and now that the UFC first time ever co-promoted, mm. I'm a little scared for the UFC in some ways. I really yeah. am. Because they've, they've just sold out for the first time. Huh. I understand it's, it's to make the biggest fight ever. Yeah. And I, I don't disagree with the move. But still, at the end of the day, they kind of sold here? out. Yeah, those guys in the board would be like, "All right, we need we need growth this quarter." It's like, what? We had money Mac last quarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't, really don't did. give me excuses. We need growth. Because next, I mean, so what are they gonna do? What does Connor do next? He can do pretty much whatever he wants. What do you think he do? What do you want to see him do? How about that? DS three. Yeah, the DS trilogy. Because I think uh, he, the um, Tony Ferguson and Jorge Masvidal were already tied up, right? No, Tony Ferguson's fighting Kevin Lee oh, for the interim. I'm sorry. Anyway, Tony Ferguson and Kevin Lee, they're already tied up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's just, I don't know, that just seems like the natural fight to make. I mean, they're in the, in the same division now. Um, Diaz, I think from his background, he, he is an MMA fighter, but he has a boxing background. I think that'd just be a... Nice way to go, you know, with the story, in my opinion. Just, you know, it seems uh, like just how it progressed. Just from, you know, being in two totally different divisions. Now they're in the same division. They can fight at the 155-pound weight class. Like, eh, it it's just, the only just seems too thing good. even close to a spectacle that Connor would, I mean. Like, you don't, I think anything under yeah, that is just going to be like, Anything other than Diaz, uh-huh. there's nothing even close to that. Yeah, there's no. nothing. Well, what about boxing? Do you think he should stay a boxer? No, oh. I don't know. With the money he no. can make, God. I mean, in theory, no. he could fight the uh, the the contender to the title because now they're going to have a, a vacated title, and so whoever the contender is, he could box. But oh I don't want to see him in boxing. I, I think, like you said, I hope it's not that. You want to see him do it? Poly I hope Malinaji. it's not Pauli Malinaji no. or the contender or anybody else in that whole sport. Like you said, and he has been doing okay. MMA his whole life. This is his bread and butter. I think he just needs to go back to that. I mean, he did very well, but he just needs to stick with what he knows. I mean, that's why he is the best, you know, pound for pound fighter in MMA. Go back to it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Whether it's boxing or MMA, he's talking about mixing a hybrid between the two. He's talking about maybe he'll go back to boxing because he had a lot of fun after the Mayweather fight. But he also, I, I have heard everything that he said and his manager said. It sounds like it's all pointing towards DS3. And that is the biggest fight possible. And, and B, he should go back to MMA no matter what. From his conditioning standpoint, fighting standpoint, fighting IQ, and everything he does. Does he need to renegotiate a contract again? Probably. Yeah. Him and the UFC, that's the first fight. Yeah. They're going to have to see what they're going to do. But I heard Dana White's, you know, give in and say they're willing to even pretty much sell part of the promotion to Conor McGregor. Yeah. To get him back to the UFC. He can, be, he can be one of the big dogs. So I think Conor McGregor now, after this Mayweather boxing contest, has had a torch passed to him from Mayweather. Because leading up to this fight, from the week of to the day before, everywhere, let's be real here. Floyd Mayweather was not the A-side leaving it. Oh, not leaving. I'm sorry. Going into it, Floyd Mayweather was the A-side. But during all the promotion and all the lead-up into this boxing match, right before it happened, Conor McGregor was the A-side. Period. He really was. Now, of course, Floyd won. He kind of became the A-side again. 
But Floyd is now a retired man. Mm-hmm. He said it doesn't matter. You got, you know, any boxer that calls me out, cool. I'm not responding. I am not coming back. This is it. This was my last hoorah. And what a smart businessman because he took a fight that I think we still all agree is going to break all the pay-per-view records. Got to. Right? It's going to be up there. I hope so. I mean, there's and a couple the, things we'll get into in a couple yeah, minutes yeah, where it might yeah. not have. And that's just the world Some we live in today. But it was the most this. watched fight ever, I believe. Got to be. Um, I also also think too coming off this high where Conor McGregor is so so much more well known now I mean he was before of course but even now to like just so many people that didn't know about him that weren't MMA you know watchers I think but he didn't lose exactly well that's why I think while they're as far as what everybody thought every MMA fan and I saw a lot because one thing I learned in this fight man there's an MMA side and there's a boxing side Mm -hmm. I don't think there's many in between Mm -hmm. I think you're either hardcore for the one and you're okay with the other or vice versa, but you pick one or the other, and that's it at the end of the day. Yeah, I but think, I do think Conor McGregor. Were you going to say something, Gabby? No, I was just gonna, you. You go. Go ahead. Okay, I am going to say that I do think Conor McGregor has to go back to MMA because let's face it, he's not a boxer. Hmm. First of all, Diaz is the biggest fight he could do right now. There's nothing, no other boxing contest or MMA fight. That he could do that's bigger than Nate Diaz in the octagon for a third time. And at this time, I think Conor McGregor can pick his rules because he is the A-side. And from here on out, if he wants to be a professional boxer, that means Conor McGregor has to stop being an MMA fighter altogether. And I don't think he's done with that yet. I don't think he's going to be able to cross in between both like he he says he is. I think he's going to have to restructure his contract with the UFC, which I think right now the UFC and WME are going to do everything in their power, especially with John Jones just failing that drug test, to get Conor McGregor back in that octagon before the end of the year. He is their star. They need him back. And I think, you know, Conor is going to need a little bit of time to recover from this fight. But I think as soon as they can get him and Diaz together, they should. Because, I mean, it is going to be a big, big fight no matter what. But I think going off this high of this... You know, here's this my much opinion. Eyeballs, you need to do it as soon as possible so that more people know who he is. No, and need to watch it's, it. it's he took a long time off after Zeddy Alvarez fight. Connor's the it thing. He is the A side. He should never do a boxing contest again because boxers should be coming over to him now because he is the A side. That's mm-hmm. pretty much the torch I saw get passed. Mm-hmm. Not if Floyd Mayweather is officially retired, but. As far as the Diaz thing is concerned, that's going to be the most bought fight. It is the one that gets the most eyeballs. He should defend his title, realistically. But do we want to see that, or do we want to see Diaz? I think oh, that's yeah, good for everybody. Oh, yeah, title defense thing. No, yeah, yeah Diaz. I want yeah. to see Diaz. Yeah. And that's to get the most money. There's nothing else. And he can dictate it on his own terms, and good for him. And I was going somewhere with this, and I completely <laughs> forgot, guys completely forgot. Oh, his big matchup in boxing right now is probably who? Paulie Malinaji? That's just from... No, yeah. that just seems... No, no that would be that, a big fight. I mean, I guess. I don't Look know. how people got crazy over their... Sp- it would be a big fight. It would sell. It would sell. But here's my prediction for that fight. Right now, Paulie Malinaji, when he sparred him, was not in shape. Mm-hmm. Let Paulie Malinaji get into a full training camp. I don't think Conor McGregor beats Paulie Malinaji in a 12-round boxing contest. I'll say it right now. If they fall any time well, next year. The question is, do you think Conor thinks so? I bet you he thinks so. But So then he's no way he would go back to boxing. I don't think he would. Because I, I think if he loses, I don't know. Eh. I, think, I think Conor proved enough. Yeah. 
in the Mayweather fight. You went against the best ever. There's nothing to hang your head on that you lost. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought you stood a legitimate chance. Go back to MMA while it's still good. Did the mm-hmm. UFC Because if you go back to boxing, I think Conor will ruin his career. Because I genuinely think if him and Pauly Naji got Paul signed Nagy. to a fight, it could be even in March of next year. <laughs> I think Pauly Naji wins. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did, um, I guess, do you know when they signed this contract for this fight, did Conor agree to go back to the UFC afterwards? Or is there I don't no know about that. There? It was probably just a one-off. I mean, that, may, that McGregor... Whatever it's called, McGregor and Entertainment or whatever. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called, McGregor and Entertainment? That's going to mean something. Yeah. Just remember that. That means something. Who knows what he can do. I think Conor can do whatever he wants. I just hope he, he goes back to the UFC. That's right. Well, what we're thinking about, we think he's going to break the pay-per-view contests. What about the pay-per-view technical difficulties? I mean, I know we be endured be some bro, in the beginning. Be we missed the first 45 minutes of the pay-per-view. So this is yeah. if you bought it through, through Fight Pass. Uh, this was my pass off my Xbox. Did anybody have issues buying it from anybody else? Did anybody have I believe Showtime. I believe so everybody had trouble. UFC.tv, yeah, whatever that is. Everybody like, that's had off trouble. a laptop. Everybody yeah. had trouble. Yeah, I think there was just too many people trying to access it at once. But, I mean, there wasn't anything they could do to prepare for that. They knew this fight was, like, the biggest fight in combat sports history. They you were telling LOB and Dana White was saying all week long, order this fight as soon as possible. The earlier, the better. But that doesn't mean we should still miss part of the, you know, main it doesn't. card. I understand that we should should be prepared. But here's my takeaway from you're that. You're paying $100. I get it. They're going to have to refund some pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of trouble. I also heard there was like 3 million streams live through Facebook or something. That's another thing I was going to A lot of pirating. Uh, a yeah. lot of streaming for free. Uh, that's that's another which thing. Which has been killing the yeah. pay-per-view that's industry rough. for years now. Yeah. They're going to get. They're gonna have to do something that, you know. But... Put the hammer down on that because I mean, especially for people like us that we're paying the money, that's not well. That here's the thing: fair that you're just going to stream it. That that can't be. They legal. had some problems with Mayweather Pacquiao, and that mm-hmm. did like 4.4 million buys on pay per view. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what: the fact that so many people were having problems is an indicator of how many people bought this thing. I think yeah. more people bought it than anybody ever expected. I think it topped numbers that we're never ever going to see again. Why? Because they weren't expecting that. And they were expecting huge. They were expecting over $5 million. Mm-hmm. I think they hit even higher than that. Mm-hmm. The fact that they had so many problems. Of course, it was on different platforms. And they've ever, you know, every platform that had this thing, and it was on the most platforms ever, mm-hmm. a couple of these had problems because they never experienced yeah. this type of chaos. Yeah. And that's an indicator of where the pay-per-view buys are. Now, we're not, I, I don't know what they're going to be at the end of the day, but I think they are robbed through stealing and through these technical difficulties that they have to give all the refunds out. I, I would think. think I, I mean, I, but did, can those still count as buys? Because they were. Well, they here's were the thing. I think they're gonna be robbed of the money on their part. But, but we still get I the hope record. I hear that they were actual buys because I'm interested on how many people actually bought it. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be counted against like what we, is the final number? Like, how many people was actually buying this thing? That's what I want to know. Was it eight million? Was it nine? Was it ten million? How much was it? Because mm-hmm. I think the fact that everything crashed, I think, is a sign of this thing was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Something nobody's ever had to prepare for before. I think it is the most watched fight in combat sports history, period. That's not what we were thinking when we were watching. We were like, oh, this must be really popular. We were like, no, we're watching the card. It's better work. Oh, my God, it's $100. That was going well, to Well, no, in the beginning, because it was 45 <laughs> minutes in, out. I think that's... <laughs> That's frustration. And they even started the, the main event later. 
They yeah. started with it was supposed they were supposed to walk out at eleven fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think they didn't walk out till like twelve fifteen. No, huh. it was like twelve. It was twelve o'clock. It was like I midnight. Think they said when they walked out. Yeah, and the fight started like twelve fifteen. That's an hour later. Yeah. Seriously, that that's a long time, and that's because people were having problem with the pay per view, and I think that's an indicator of success, if you ask me. Yeah, you're gonna have to the headache and give a bunch of refunds, but. Hey, I lost 45 minutes of it, and I'm not complaining at all. I saw everything <laughs> I needed to see. You'd be complaining if you lost 45 minutes of a UFC card, though. You're probably right. right. I'd be, I'd be Hoorah, going UFC. crazy. Who are UFC? So much better. I would absolutely so be going crazy. And not $100. Yeah, and uh, what about the fact that they weren't sold out? Oh, do you think the next Conor UFC card is going to be 100 bucks? That's a good question. I do. Think so? Diaz, Connor, oh, that's three. My, yeah. Well, and I'm I'm not gonna miss it. That's a hard question to say because I mean, if you do it for Connor, you're gonna have to do it. You don't think they have? They're gonna do but it. But if they're gonna pay Connor a different than everybody a, else, I see where Matt's coming. Right, you know what? That's not a bad question. If if I'm a guessing man right now, I'll actually jump on that bandwagon and say yeah. Maybe and maybe that'll be a step towards only having like six pay per views a year. Let me ask you a question. Do you think me? I'm not not going to pay there, how many dollars to see Diaz Connor three. That's a fight you guys are definitely going to go out of your way to see. You're going to stop I think everything. That, that, I think they might do it just for. Yeah, I think it is possible that Connor will be a hundred dollars now, and everybody else will still be like sixty and seventy. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible, I but that I think that's, that's just going to cause a lot of problems because <laughs> people are going to resent there Connor. Are, so, well, there's people already going to well, care, well, right? Not, not uh, really toward boom. Connor. I just think that there's already so much. Um, you know, complaining with the fighters, you know, complaining about how much they're getting paid and and everything. And I think that's just going to create more, like, when you have a card that's going to be $100 and then you're put on a card at $60 where you know it's not going to, you know, generate as much money. No, I mean, in the future, I hope 2017 is the last year UFC does, like, 13 or 12 pay-per-views, whatever they're doing. Okay, that's yeah, how many is a year. I really do. I really so hope this is the last half, year for that because it's, it's a different Make them all 100 era. bucks whether yeah. Connor's on or not because you could the do cards six. are stacked enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah think, and then it's... You know, you're then it's you not take that all these much other more, events and you know, you put them almost, on your fight pass. This is the this yeah. is the era of like Netflix, HBO streaming, Go, streaming, streaming, Hulu, legal or otherwise, whatever you like. This is the the, the era of apps. I think the more and the UFC app with the Dana White contender mm-hmm. series, and if they get more bigger, like look at this Demetrius Johnson versus Ray Borg and Valentina Shevchenko versus oh I can't remember the champ's name right now. Nunez, Amanda Nunez. <laughs> And that thing is going to bomb on pay-per-view. Oh, it's going to be give terrible. Up. It's going to be terrible. I don't think it's surprising anybody, but that thing's going to bomb That was the card. Was uh, Francis Ngannou going to fight on that card? Yeah, and he's gone. The people's main event is gone. Because yeah. yeah. JDS Junior DeSantos, yeah. Usada. Usada yeah. strikes again. Yeah. yeah. No, but but if that thing was yeah, on fight pass for $10... That's a good fight pass, but that's a it's bad... It's a great that's fight a, pass That's a bad $60. Nobody would complain about it. Is that how much they are? They're 60 and 70 right? The $70 HD? Is that how much they are now? Or I think it still so. sixty. No sixty. It's still sixty. I get it off a of UFC, the UFC Fight Pass app, and I get it off my Xbox. So it's sixty. It's sixty for HD. Okay, so up. then if you cut the events in half and charge almost double, hundred bucks. I think if you just bad. put it on Fight Pass for well, ten dollars, yeah, it then, would entice more people to buy. But then every, but every pay per view could be hundred bucks, and they can. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think they are. Yeah, they have to do some numbers there. Like I'm not a. You know. I mean, it's awesome if you're a fight historian like myself and i can pretty much get on and watch all of the the everything from pride strike force ufc i can watch all of its history on the fight pass app it is awesome it is unbelievable incredible and they have a lot of live content but not, it's all fluff 
But if they had better live content, like a lot of these pay-per-views that they want us to pay $60 for, and they had it on there, mm-hmm. it would bring in a lot more people, I think. Because nobody's afraid to spend $10. But to spend 60 or or $100, I think you have to think about it for a second. Like, can I afford this? Well, Is I it worth it? They're still doing pretty well with pay-per-views. You know, I think eventually it is going to come to no, that No, this point. has been one of their worst years of pay-per-views. I know, but I'm saying I think, I think they're still... For the most part, successful. I think it's going to... You have to calculate how much... You know, you're going to have so many people paying $10. That's a difference of, you know, one person paying $60. You just got to calculate, like... You have to have more people paying, you know, for that $10. Six, you know, six times as much. Yeah, on a more consistent I, basis. Yeah, but still, I think you got to compare it to that as well. Because they're still doing $60 pay-per-views at once a month. They're, they're doing lower they're generic- numbers in the modern era. Than what they used to. They they are they are doing lower. This has been a very bad well, year. First step. And we predicted this, and they got to create new stars. Yeah, they no. they've had a bad luck lately. Like let's as a matter of fact, let's just should we put this boxing thing in a bell? Are we done? Put a are bell we, on it. Yeah, we're done. Are we done with the Maymac talk? Like, box, can we please get it? back to the world of mixed martial arts? Yeah. Well, as far as the pay per views go, I think the first step for them is to limit it to maybe six pay-per-views a year, have more stacked cards, and then from there, maybe they can limit it down to, you know, a few UFC Fight Pass subscription. Thing. What? The pay-per-views. Talk about having Yeah, limit it down to six, and then take the rest of them and put them on Fight Pass. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, yeah, I agree 100%. I think they need to cut back. The, I think you need to take certain fights to pay-per-view. Hmm. I think you need to find a good fight. If you know it, you know, three or four months ahead of time, then you just take it to pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, was Maymac thought of like two years ago or like was it part of the beginning of the year process? No. They got the deal done and then they approached pay-per-view and said, this is the fight we want to bring. And I think that's the approach they have to use for pay-per-view in the future. That fight pass thing is dangling there and I think it could get a lot of subscribers. I think it could smash the WWE Network out the park. I really do. For a higher price if they wanted. If... They took a lot more of their cards that they take the pay-per-view for $10. I, I genuinely do. And we'll see if that's the future. It might be. They're smart people. They're not dumb. You know, everybody's saying the WME era. That guy, Ari Emanuel, he's not a stupid guy. Uh-uh. He's very smart. And, of course, let's move on to, like, MMA tonight. Of course, I hate that I can't cover it. And I have to wait till after we do this to watch it because we do this on Tuesday at night. Mm. And right now, like really, the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series, the series finale is on right now. And I am like just like shaking <laughs> like I want to see it. And it's a shame that I can't really cover this show because I'll tell you what, through a drought of MMA we've had over the past couple of weeks and all we had was that boxing match between McGregor and Mayweather and it was very entertaining. It was great to watch and I'm glad all eyes was on it and it's breaking records are doing great things for both of those athletes, whatever. But this thing has been feeding my quench for MMA over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing has been a, I think, a grand slam home run. They, Dana White really outdid himself with this one. This is just a fantastic piece of programming for the Fight Pass Network. And tonight's the series finale, and this thing really you know, filled a gap for me in a time where I had nothing to watch. It kept me interested in the sport. It kept me seeing things. New guys that are being brought into the UFC. And right now, as these guys are getting booked in the fights in UFC contests later this year, it's very exciting to see because that brings names that you didn't know before where they would be just debuting on the card and they're fighting from, like, Cage Rage the month before. They're coming from this show and you already know who they are in their background. 
And it has to do nothing but bring up the undercards of these future television programs. Yeah. It's a great way to bring, you know, eyeballs and make a guy more interesting than what he might have been. Even though he was still good, you know, it's just a great, how do I say it? It's it's the perfect exposure. It it really Mm -hmm. is. You get to know them before they're actually in the UFC that way. Yes. You know their backstory. Instead of they're saying, oh, this is his first fight in the UFC, you don't really know as much about him. You, you guys know. already know my opinion. This thing would, I think if it was put on cable television, if it was put on FS1 tomorrow, it would do great it took numbers. over the Ultimate Fighter, I think it would double the Ultimate Fighter numbers easy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Live fights every week. You don't really know who they are, but this is like up and coming, fresh talent, and all the fights have delivered. That, that, that fire in the belly, I don't think people really understand, and this is why boxing's been so soft. That fire in the belly that they put in these fighters before they perform on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series, knowing that a big win gets you a UFC contract. You're not even getting paid much. I mean, you're literally still like almost just above the amateur level. <laughs> and for five dollars or $10,000, whatever they make, they go out there and they put everything on the line. And you have to have that fire in the belly to see the best peak performances by people. Because once you get money, you just don't have it anymore. No. In all aspects, I mean, you watch people that go from dead broke to superstars overnight on all types of TV, you know, different platforms. And that's because they have that fire in the belly. They're not rolling around in silk sheets. You know, they don't have $1,000 pens like we talked about in the health <laughs> They don't have all this junk. You know, they have nothing. And I think it's a big key to their success and, and, and good for them. And sometimes when they, they say that MMA fighters don't get paid enough, and I get it. you got to keep the fire hungry. I mean, I think they're underpaid, but I think the pay structure is fair for the most part. Yeah. I genuinely do. I think some people are way underpaid, and I think some people do deserve more money. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I've, uh. $100 million in one fight, that's crazy. Good for them. But that's just insane. Yeah. That's insane. It is. I think the pay could be more fair. I don't really have to say about it right now. But, and then, of course, I want to look into the future, what to look forward to this year. I mean, this John Jones thing, I think, after we've had a week to let it settle in. Of course, he is still doing his process. <laughs> but USADA's not wrong very much. And after a week of more thinking about it, I'm just like, I'm so upset still. Like, why? It's very disappointing. He was going to be a big part of the fourth quarter of the UFC I'm, this I'm year. I'm so angry for Daniel Cormier. I am too, Again. man. His Again. two losses are to Again. a guy that's now been popped for steroids twice. Not just one mistake, but this is now the second mistake. And he missed his first chance to redeem that fight. And who knows how that fight would have gone. But You know what's crazy? I heard Daniel Cormier in an interview on the MMA Hour, and he said he will fight John Jones again. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, and that's why Daniel Cormier, you, Daniel Cormier is one of my personal favorite you, fighters Cormier. and always has been. I love you. I've been putting awesome. him up there in the top of the pound for pound list for a while now. Yeah. And that's why he will fight anybody. He doesn't want second best. He doesn't mm-hmm. want the silver or the bronze medal. <clears throat> he wants the gold. And he's willing to do anything for it without cheating. Yeah. I feel so bad for him because his two blemishes on his career are, is to a two-time cheater now. So and it, weak, it, I bro. just so weak. It, it's a shame because Daniel Cormier should be undefeated still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just, eh. but you know, it, you do realize that Daniel Cormier is going to get the belt back if John Jones yeah. 
the B sample comes out and it's this is legit. So mm. uh, that's just a mess. But I mean, we do have some stuff to look forward to. I mean, they have some great fights being booked up for the end of the year. The UFC is not all bad. I'm ready to get back. It's crazy because next week we have this fight. You know, we have MMA back in our lives. Actually, I'll be watching three fights over the weekend just because I've missed MMA so much. You know, Stefan Struve versus Volkov. They're fighting this weekend. Jermaine Durandamy was supposed to fight in the co-main event, but you know what? She pulled out. You Uh, know why? Her hand hurt. Personal issues? It was her hand. No. Yeah. You guys heard me say that, right? Did you hear me say that? Okay. Her hand injury. She pulled out. One championship. The undefeated Ben Askren, possibly one of the best welterweights in the world. A guy who I think could seriously probably contend with Tyron Woodley because of his style. It wouldn't be a very fun fight. But Ben Askren is very dominant in the areas that Tyron Woodley's dominant in. And it would turn into a... I don't know. I think he has a good shot there. Hmm. I generally do. He's one of the best fighters outside of the UFC, bar none. Uh, he's fighting for one championship this weekend in Shanghai. And, of course, LFA 21. So I got a triple header this weekend I'm gearing up for. And I'm mm-hmm. excited. I need some MMA back in my life. And, of course, there is the fights. And I want to ask you guys, what do you think is the biggest fight book so far later this year? Like, As an MMA fan, what are you looking forward to? Are you looking forward to Dillashaw Garbrandt finally getting on? Are you looking for the return of the dragon, Lyoto Machida against Derek Brunson? Anderson Silva versus Kelvin Gaslam. What about Dustin Poirier versus Anthony Pettis? You want to talk about a good fight. Kevin Lee versus Tony Ferguson for the interim. Muddy Mouse seeking to break the record against Ray Borg. Well, not that one. <laughs> and then, of course, GSP versus Michael Bisping. That's the first one that popped into my head. Mm. Now, these know. fights we are actually booked. I don't know if that is my answer, but that was the first one that popped in my head, the last one. GSP Bisping? Mm-hmm. That's one of them. I think also for me... Uh... Dillashaw Garbrandt pretty Garbrandt. good. Yeah. yeah. I love that fight, but I don't know. Something about it not happening the first time, and then we've waited. Yeah. It's like one of those things. It's like things, when you like, finally saw, what was it, Cowboy Cerrone fight Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Is that the fight that finally, by the time I finally happened, it was like, oh, cool. But, no, know. I was excited. That that really wasn't delayed that long. It's always like when you're teased for it the first time. Yeah. It just, then it just kind of disappoints you. And then you and it gets canceled again, for any like, reason. Ugh. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's right or wrong. The second time it's rebooked, you're just kind of like, all right, I felt like I should have seen this already. It's like, you won't believe it until it's there. Mm -hmm. And I can't get as hyped for it until I see both guys locked in the octagon. That is a fantastic fight, though. If it happens. I've already seen it canceled once, so we'll see. But I got to say, out of those, actually, for me, it's not GSP Bisping. And this is the hardcore MMA fan coming out of me. It is 100%. I'm zeroed in on Tony Ferguson versus Kevin Lee. (laughs) Yeah, those two guys have been killers. It's a solid answer. When you look at like pound for pound great fighting, and you want to like just a very interesting matchup, Tony Ferguson versus Kevin Lee does everything for me. I think that's a legitimate sixty dollar main event as it is now, and I have no problem paying that. And that's just because I'm a hardcore fan and I know what I'm talking about. Tony Ferguson, he's been in some boring matches lately. No, right? okay, um, okay, I don't know. Thinking, I'm never mind. None of these guys have. They're they're okay. they're finishing people. They're okay. killing people. They're dominating people. They're doing what they have to do. Tony Ferguson is an incredible fighter. One of my favorites right now. He was supposed right to now. fight Khabib most recently. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't fought in so long. He should have fought in the first. I think and I did this before. Quarter. I think I'm mixing up Tony Ferguson with Stephen Thompson. Yeah. Stephen Thompson well, I mean, been in some boring fights, right? But I do see in the two Tyrone Woodley fights. The first one was exciting. The second one was not. Oh, okay. 
And then, of course, later this year, don't forget, I mean, December still has two pay-per-view events that don't have main events or anything really booked for it yet. Mm -hmm. um, and these are the fights to make and the ones that are being rumored. Let's not forget about Joanna Jerjacek coming back to fight Thug Rose. Mm -hmm. Nice. That should be good. They should like be back Joanna sooner fight. than later, honestly. I don't know where they're going to go. I know they're definitely going to be fighting each other. Sweet, bro. There was a mystery main event they were trying to book for October, and he couldn't get it done. Hmm. And I'm speculating it was either Joanna Jerjacek versus Thug Rose, or, don't forget, new champ, 145 pounds, Max Holloway against Frankie Edgar. That thing's mm. pretty much signed, sealed, just waiting on a date. Yeah. That's a good fight, fight yeah. Um, and I think the biggest fight, other than Connor returning against Diaz 3, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, Chow Sun is saying he has information inside that says them two are going to fight. But both sides are opening this. I already heard Holly Holmes take on this, but I think one of the biggest fights that they can book in the fourth quarter is Holly Holm versus Chris Cyborg. Oh, yeah. 145 pounds. I think after John Jones falling out, you have to. I was book waiting that fight. for it. I, f I figured that's one of That sounds like a main event, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, my God. I feel like that's I the main can't. event for the early December oh. pay-per-view, and then if they oh. do get Connor and Diaz 3 somehow, what a main that's event. for the later one. Are you one. kidding me? Holly Home and Cyborg? Oh. <laughs> Be one heck of a way to go out that with a bang, right? does not get much better oh, than yeah. that. does not get much better than that. That's what you have to do. No. And just yeah. real quick, what do you think of the well, Shab versus Diaz beef? Did you see that? I did not. No, I did not. Brennan Shab versus Nick, Nate Diaz? What did he say? Brandon went up to saying, Nate, like, hey, man, you're the man now. You're next. You know, you and Connor could be the biggest fight, you yeah. know, and, you know, in the UFC ever. And they, Diaz pretty much called Shab a clown. <laughs> for <laughs> saying Connor was going to win against Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and then he won rounds. And then uh, I think Brandon Shab disrespected him by saying he didn't really understand what he was saying. Because, like I said, Nate uh, Diaz. Because uh, Nate Diaz is like a. And you know what the crazy thing like is? Good thing I don't have to meet accent, something. And good thing I don't have to meet Diaz. Because I just said it last week. Like, look, if you turn the audio off and you just read what he said, yeah. it's actually genius. And he makes 100% sense. Mm -hmm. But when I listen to him, I'm like, huh? What'd you say? So, I mean, I get where Shab's coming from, and Diaz got really mad and flipped him off, called him some names, and wow. looked like he was ready to throw down with Brennan Shab in the back there. I don't think that's a fight that's ever going to happen, though. <laughs> God, no. I don't think, I think Brennan Shab knows better. He's been, he's, he's, been, he's been out of work for a little while. I think he's been, they he's all been out of training. On he's been one. out of training for a little while. Well, yeah. That wouldn't really end well for anybody. Yeah. But, yeah. So, with that being said, now. It is time. This is where we separate the weak from the strong. The strong and the weak. <laughs> At Jono's MMA, our resident historian's gonna tell us his strong. Well, my first strong has to be something I saw on Twitter for the past like two days. And that's of course this devastation has hit the city of Houston, Texas. Oh, great. Yay! Harvey. Oh, you're not done, are you? All the flooding. <laughs> you know, I really feel for the people out there, but Derek Lewis in the middle of his training camp has videos of him going out with his huge pickup truck helping people that needs aid and actually shows him walking through So the devastation is not the strong, help right? kids out of danger. Right, just making sure. I mean, this guy is like a real-life hero right now. The Black Beast, Derek Lewis. He's out there doing his thing, nice. saving lives, literally. He's not just saying things. I mean, he's in the middle of a training camp. He is the co-main event of UFC 216 against Fabricio Rodin. Did you hear about him rescuing the guy with the Confederate flag? 
<laughs> he rescued a guy with a Confederate flag. <laughs> the guy was like, so. I don't want to bring this in your truck. He's like, I don't care. Just get in the truck. Good for him. I yeah. have to say, for Derek yeah. Lewis, the guy's that wife is was like, you should have left it behind. He deserves high recommendations. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Good for him. Definitely in the middle of one of the training camps of the biggest fight of his career. Yeah. Possibly. And then, of course, my other strong has to be the Maymac fight and its delivery. Of course. The way it was a win-win for MMA and boxing. I mean, you couldn't write a Cinderella story better. I feel like both sides won. Boxing needed this because if boxing, if Conor McGregor would have won, boxing is over. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have boxing contests mm-hmm. anymore. The Triple G versus Canelo fight wouldn't even be talked about for next month. Mm-hmm. It would drop significantly it would just be a black eye on them i don't think they would go away forever but i would think i thought it would take a long time for to build their reputation back up and of course for mma the fact that kind of showed that hey we can hang in there with Mm -hmm. the best of boxing and at least put on a fight Mm -hmm. and the fact that this thing like i said the way conor mcgregor turned this thing into a fist fight he literally did what he said he was going to do he brought mixed martial arts to a boxing match and it was very entertaining. It was very intriguing. It's sad that he came up short, but you know what? My hat's off to him because, like I said, he is the first guy with the balls to step over into a boxing ring. So which top-level championship boxer, whatever phony belts they have, is going to step over to an MMA ring now? That's my real question. I heard two people kind of call it out, but until I see it signed, I don't believe it. They know better. They won't. Let's see if anybody Not a finger. We did it. Not a finger. We did it, guys. Remember, us MMA side, we did it. Not a Boxing, finger. are you? That's my real question. Don't don't all jump up at once now. Now, what's your week? My week. I'm going to start with Rafael Dos Anjos and Jose Aldo's comments after the Maymac fight. What did they Aldo, I know you're still salty, but they were pretty much making fun of Conor McGregor. Otto, I know you're still salty. I know you're still bitter. You keep telling us we don't care, and you're making fun of Conor McGregor losing so bad to Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. But, Jose Otto, I love you to death, and I think you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, but don't forget it took Conor McGregor 13 seconds and one left hook to knock you out. Be bro. Come on, man. You think you would have done better? Put your money where your mouth is. And I'm sure other guys would put their money where their mouth is. Conor is the only unique guy to get this opportunity and be put in this yeah. situation. Because if there's any MMA guys that I thought would do really well in boxing, the only ones I really think would is the Diaz brothers. If you ever follow the Diaz brothers, their their hands, their accuracy, their speed, and the way they throw punches and bunches, and then their cardio. Mm. The Diaz brothers have some of the have probably the best cardio in MMA. They're always running triathlons. That's all they do. They believe in cardio and throwing punch, and of course. Um, throwing punches, but their their bread and butter and their their true passion is jujitsu, and that's why they're in mixed martial arts. But I thought those two guys could have crossed over to boxing and done incredibly well. I actually think those two guys could go twelve rounds, hands down. But the other guy that made comments was Rafael Dos Anjos. I don't have the comments written down here, but I remember he made very distasteful comments towards Conor McGregor after that boxing match, and this guy literally has no room to talk. Well, what were they to the effect of? I'd have to look it up. Can you look that up, Gabby? Yeah. But they were to the effect that I know he really disrespected Conor when he was at his lowest. But Rafael Dos Anjos, you were a guy that was supposed to fight Conor McGregor. You were the lightweight champion before Eddie Alvarez. Before Eddie Alvarez came out there and knocked you out. 
Mm. And you pulled out two weeks before the fight. That's why we got the first Diaz fight in the first place. For you to come out and say anything, you need to get in the back of the line. This guy, Rafael Dos Anjos, is making me mad. Mm. He's probably my weakest of the week. I can't. I, first, it was he wouldn't accept the fight with Colby Covington. <laughs> because he said he had to Google Colby Covington's name. <sighs> And then Colby Covington uh, went out there and destroyed Daniel Kim, and I still hold down to the fact that I think Colby Covington beats RDA in a fight easily. Hmm. I think he takes that contest easily. RDA doesn't have anything for him. And now he's dissing Conor McGregor. You pulled out of that fight. Hmm. By the way, Colby Covington now is going to fight Damian Maia in Sao Paulo, Brazil later hmm. this year. This guy didn't need the RDA fight. He's doing bigger and better things. So good for him. And what was it? Um, what I'm seeing is just him saying Connor's a first round fighter, no cardio, no heart, you still owe me a fight. And then um said chicken heart? Yeah, he called him chicken heart. Chicken That's heart? it. Chicken How do you call somebody chicken heart when you're the one that pulled out of the fight? He doesn't know you nothing. And then he said then he posted on Instagram, he says, If you're not running away from the game, we still have unfinished business. You got lucky that I got hurt. Oh, RDA so cute. He thinks he can fight Connor next. This guy doesn't really put the very smartest of things out, does he? He thinks he's gonna. I mean, please don't beat think, me you up, you RDA. Think you're gonna get in, in, in yeah, the I'm line in front some of the Diaz. Words on here, they weren't spelled right. I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, he is Brazilian. Don't don't knock his English. He is Brazilian. I mean, it's hard to learn a second language. Very I mean, it, it's cute that he thinks he can get in front of Diaz. He thinks he yeah. can, he thinks he can bolt. He can. He doesn't boast. have anything. He can Connor his way up. Let me to tell the you fight. what. I guarantee you one thing. Rafael Dos Anjos and Conor McGregor's names will never be tied together again for a fight. Yeah. I guarantee you that. that. Unless they got into some backstage fight. I guarantee you that. He blew his chance. Yeah. And then my weakest of the week, my second one, I have to address this. Now, I know we didn't have to worry about it because Maymac did not go to a decision. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It only went 10 rounds. Of course. Of course this is the week. But how? Have somebody please Yeah, I trashed the me. ref and I took it back. I guess I never trashed him on air, but I'm down with the ref. But there was still some problems. How did still the some problems score uh, out of the first three rounds? Out of the first three rounds, Conor McGregor only won the first round. If this thing went and went to decision, they had Floyd Mayweather for the second and third round winning. They had to make sure. They had to, they they needed to make sure they put that, they gave boxing as much cushioning as they could. Does that even make sense? No. Go back to the numbers. What were the numbers again for those rounds? The numbers? After the first three rounds, like I said, Mayweather threw 12 punches. Conor McGregor landed 26. So please explain to me how Floyd Mayweather won rounds two and three. Because it's boxing walking around up there. It's not Floyd, it's boxing. So it just shows me that it's corruption a, was put in place if this thing ooh, did not go to a finish. Maymac is an allegorical play. I thought the judging in MMA was fishy. I thought we had it bad. Boxing? Well, only a little bit every once in a while. You guys are on another level yeah. of bad judging. That is the worst thing I ever heard. Good, thank goodness we don't have to get to this situation. We don't have to see it played out. To a decision. Good thing Floyd Mayweather did finish this fight in the 10th round. Because it would have been the biggest disgrace 
at the end that I think I have ever seen. This is why boxing has so many problems. I don't know what happened there. If I've ever seen anything so biased before in my life, this is it. To say that Floyd Mayweather won rounds two and three is just robbery. Mm-hmm. And somebody needs to be arrested. It's insulting. Actually, I know who needs to be arrested. Three judges that were scoring the fight. Mm-hmm. That's just ridiculous. I don't, I don't see it. Anybody else see Mayweather winning those rounds? No. Nope. Oh, no. I remember after... Yeah, I remember... Thinking he should have won four out of the first six rounds, and then when they said it was I whatever. I won the fourth one, too, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Boxing. Get your stuff together. Goodbye. We're not going to miss you, Boxing. We're done talking about you. Thanks for coming ringside today, Maniacs. We love when you stop by. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. There, you should also grab our sister production, Better Health and World. To devour good health, life, and everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. Follow Joe Newbauer at Joe Knows MMA, Gabriel Tambowin at Gabby underscore T, and me, Matt Kirkman Jr. at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls. Peace.